Wednesday, it's our pleasure to welcome in the Hall of Famer, the legendary voice of the Phoenix Suns, Al McCoy, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Al. How are you? Well, good morning, guys. I'm great. Uh, looking forward to another uh, good ball game tonight. Yeah, uh, the way the Suns are playing, they've, they've been real good as of late. But big picture, Al, we were talking, Bick and I were talking earlier this morning, too, about um, where this team is through 20 games, almost the quarter point of the season, to be 14-6, and six, to be the top seed in the Western Conference. With all that transpired after that strange and frustrating exit from the playoffs, there was a lot of questions about the, the vibe of the the relationships, the chemistry of this team. And I know you considered those things too, but um, you know where the Suns are right now through 20 games, does this surprise you at all? Well, it doesn't because I'm going to ask you to recall uh, over these past weeks when we talked about all those things that were happening that could be detrimental, I have probably reminded you many times, don't forget, This is still a good basketball team, and I think uh, that has been able to maintain itself uh, through the ups and downs uh, over the weeks that you referred to because uh, it's still a darn good basketball team, and I think they now are starting to emerge uh, really stronger than ever. And I think we have to say thanks to a guy named Devin Booker. Yeah, and and I think the fact that he is at an MVP level is kind of driving this whole thing. And and it's just it's it's just I marvel at how he continues to evolve as a basketball player. You feel the same way? What are your thoughts on what he's been able to do in terms of leading this team this year? Well, if you were on this team and you watch Devin Booker night in and night out, score the basketball, rebound the basketball play defense, get steals. I mean, how could you not compete? I mean, he has just uh, uh, provided such leadership to this team. The way he's playing now is just uh, absolutely unbelievable. I don't see how you could put on a uniform, be on the floor with Devin Booker and not say, hey, I got to be on top of my game. I have to compete. And and I think that's the leadership he's providing, no question. Yeah, I think he's running out of things to improve at and one of those things that was remaining and I think it was more an issue in the year that the Suns went to the finals Al but the way Devin Booker was pressured on double teams and blitzes defensively that were presented to him it was an issue for a while and that's where he's made the most improvement and the game the other night in Sacramento I mean that was that was a master class in how to handle that late in in the game he just made all the right decisions I mean what else can he improve at at this point Well, uh, you certainly have uh, uh, mentioned the highlights because that's exactly what he does. Uh, He he rebounds more than he has in his previous years. His defense has improved. And, you know, those of us that know him, as we all do, uh, realize that he's the type of player that just wants to improve every single day. And during the offseason, he works to improve his game. And he has. Now, we have to realize that some good moves have been made. Now, uh, you know, my feeling about James Jones, I love the guy when he was with us as a player, as a person, and what a job he's done. Uh, many people uh, these days ask me, What's the bi- who's the biggest surprise on the Suns team right now? And without hesitation, I'd have to say Damian Lee. Uh, they picked up Lee, who didn't get a lot of playing time at Golden State. And what a what a input he's had on this team, and uh, the bench players uh, have have garnered more. And again, I think it all stems from the leadership of uh, of Booker. And I think he's been instrumental 
in DeAndre Ayton picking up his game in recent times. And maybe one of the keys, as uh, you both know, on this last homestand, there were a couple of games when it looked like the Suns just weren't going to be able to compete. They couldn't hit shots. Uh, nobody was uh, able to shoot the basketball consistently. And yet, they still won the games. And I think that's the key to a good team. When you're not playing at your best, things aren't going your way. But you still find a way to win. And that's what the Suns have been able to do. All right. After the Pat Beverly incident, you came on this radio show and you very accurately predicted that if the NBA refs aren't going to do anything to protect the Suns, they are going to have to answer the call themselves and get physical themselves. And lo and behold, ever since that incident, it looks like D.A. is playing with a lot more force. We're seeing the swooping dunks. And do you, do you think that incident might have galvanized anything or, or clarified anything to D.A.? Because he has been monstrous since then well I, I think it has i think uh, when he probably looked at the uh, the video of that game and saw what had taken place and then uh, the leadership again uh, of d booker i think is instrumental there uh, you know as we've talked about da so many times i'm one of his biggest fans and i i always have to repeat that it just seems to take bigger guys longer to adjust to the NBA game. And sometimes we forget that in his year at Arizona collegiately, he wasn't the center. He played a forward spot. So it's been a learning experience for a young player. And I think he's starting to learn it pretty darn well. Yeah, and for him, too, and we're talking with the legendary Al McCoy here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings, the reward, to, to to get some tangible reward from that during the course of the season for the first time in his career being named the Western Conference Player of the Week, that kind of stuff can mean something to a young player, can't it? Oh, uh, no question about it. And I think it has meant something uh, to D.A. Uh, you know, he's, he's not only maturing as a player, he's maturing as a person. And uh, all those things, uh, I think, come together. And, again, I think uh, that he has spent a lot of time uh, with Devin Booker. And, when he, as I said, when you see how D. Booker plays the game, how can you not come into the game and give your best? And I think that uh, is very instrumental with everybody that comes on the floor in a, in a Suns uniform. You, you mentioned – oh, I'm sorry, Al. When, when the bench players come in, uh, they realize, boy, they got to reach back yeah. for something extra uh, if they want to be a part of this team. You know, you, me- you mentioned James Jones earlier, and you know there there are moves here or there that we can quibble with, and and you know it's it, but he's got such a remarkable vision for finding the right kind of guys to fit into a culture. What do you make of the culture as it exists with the Phoenix Suns, and how good is it in your experience? Well, you guys know no matter what business you're in, whether you're in pro sports or whether you're in broadcasting, if you don't get along with your co-workers, if there's not a cohesiveness, uh, it's a tough situation. Uh, putting this team together, and you know how I feel about James Jones, not only uh, as uh, an executive but as a person, uh, you have to put the right people together. And he has been able to do that big time and when you get guys together particularly in sports they like one another they compete uh you've got a pretty good thing going and uh that's been instrumental uh you watch games in the nba or in any sport 
and sometimes you'll see uh, teammates yelling at one another, uh, getting in one another's face, not happy with one another. You don't see that with the Phoenix Suns. These guys love to play together. They like to compete together. And that's what it takes to have a winning team. Right now, the Suns are showing all of that. Yeah, and five in a row without Chris Paul. who's uh, It's a luxury to be able to give him more time off to recover from that injury with the way that everybody else is playing, Al. Well, you know, you'd like to see Chris Paul out there. But if he needs this time to be 100%, the way the the Suns are playing, there's certainly no need to rush it. That's for sure. And I think that's the approach the Suns are taking, and I think it's the right approach, although obviously we'd like to see CP3 out there. Al, always a pleasure. Great stuff. We'll see you out there tonight, and uh, we'll talk again next week. It sounds good, guys. And uh, uh, the Chicago Bulls will be a test. Uh, their record isn't fantastic, but they're a very competitive team, so it'll be another challenge for the Suns. But so is Every night in the NBA. Yeah, there you go. Have a great call, Al.